everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode. Ah, y'all, two weeks until the end of the year. Here we are. Uh, holy crap, that was a quick 2023. And before ending 2023, I wanted to dedicate this episode, potentially next week's episode, to what it is that you guys genuinely need help on. You know, normally in this podcast, I focus, um, you know, a lot on mindset and health and overall wellness, joy, protecting your peace, all the things. As it relates to like what's going on in my life and just sharing that, paying that forward, everything that I'm learning. But these next couple of weeks, I really do want to dedicate it to your questions and what it is that you're going through. Um, And so with that being said, I posted up some stuff on social media in regards to like, hey, what would be helpful for you to hear? What are you going through? And I got a couple of great hits back that I wanted to highlight today. But before we go ahead and jump into that, let's go ahead and talk about the taco of the week. So whether or not you celebrate Christmas or something different just for the holidays, uh, this one is just fun and refreshing. Of course, always healthy and delicious. Perry Christmas Tacos. You're welcome with the play on words. Yes, if you haven't guessed, this one is including pear, which is a very winter-friendly fruit, Uh, in addition to pomegranate. uh, Super freaking delicious, y'all. So different sort of uh, palate, not as savory as like a Thanksgiving taco per se, just nice and light, refreshing. The salsa that we make for it is just to die for. Uh, That was honestly my favorite part. So if you were interested in checking out what the Perry Christmas taco is, please be sure to check out the show notes before you leave the episode today. Alrighty. So jumping on into the listener questions, there's two that I really want to hit on today because I feel like they are super related as far as my answers towards them. But of course, I'll give different answers for the both of them. The first one has to do with long-term success mindset versus instant gratification. And then the second one is coming back from an injury. So how do you mentally get back in the game um, after an injury? So with that being said, I am going to answer those, but I want to share this first just to put us all in the right headspace for these questions. And this is just something that I posted about. I was just inspired about this morning after my class. Um, so I teach a strength class every Monday and Tuesday morning at Butt Crack It On. And I have such an amazing group of individuals that like 13 to 20 people sometimes that just come and show up for them. And it just makes my heart so freaking happy. And what I want to say about how incredible this is, is this class that I started teaching at 530 started off at like two people and one of those people was my mother (laughs) and now it's built into something where like there's a crew and it's amazing I I just absolutely love it so over the year that I've been doing it uh, it's built up to something pretty darn incredible and I don't say that from a boasting standpoint I say this because where the success has come from is not by me knowing everything um, and being like the most educated or the best personal trainer or group fitness instructor in the entire world. And the reason why I say that is because I got a card from some of them this morning that was signed and just had a cute little gift in it. But it specifically said in the card, thank you so much 
for not only planning great classes, but just for your awesome attitude and your amazing smile and personality. Like, that is the reason why we have fallen in love with fitness. And even though it's showing up at Buckeye.com in the morning, like, that's why we show up. And so I wanted to share this as a reminder as we go through the busy seasons and we start a brand new year and we have all of the goals, right, is people will not remember what you know or what you do, but they will remember how you make them feel. And so in the middle of trying to gain all these certifications and beating yourself for being perfect or maybe just not taking the leap because you don't feel like you're ready for whatever reasons, just remember that most of us are in serving roles. And if you are in one, people, again, will not remember what it is that you know or what you do, but they will always remember how you make them feel. So the biggest gift that you can give is joy, is your smile, is a positive attitude, that glass is half full perspective. If you can show up with that mentality, even through the hard, even on the tough days, and spread that feel-good positivity around, not just because everything should be rainbows and butterflies, because it shouldn't be, but in the moments where we recognize that it's tough and it's like, hey, I'm going to choose to look this way, that is everything. And that's made all the difference for those people in the classes. Yes, it's tough to get up that early in the morning and to have your body shake and hurt and feeling like your arms and legs might fall off. But the way that I bring about my joy and my attitude and my smile for how much I just love to move and challenge ourselves to like realize that we have so much more in the tank than we give ourselves credit for like that is what makes all the difference and why people choose to come outside of the fact that you know I I really do take pride in structuring those classes so I just wanted to say that as a reminder um for your mindset just to get you in the right space so let's move on first question how to lean into a long-term success mindset rather than getting blinded by instant gratification? This is a question I've talked about, I think, a couple of times on the podcast in just different seasons of life. So I'll give you the spin based off of where I'm at in this season of life. You know, you hear this all the time about, like, just think about the future, lean into the long-term. Like, this is all about the long-term instead of the short-term rewards and gains. And, you know, I do agree with that. I think that um, that is a really important mindset to keep in mind. But I also know us as human beings. In fact, I'm really big into human psychology. That's what I studied when I went to school. Obviously, I work with a lot of people, do a lot of mindset work. And what I've come to find is that instant gratification is a part of our DNA. It is a part of our society, what we know to be true, and it's a really hard habit to kick. And so hang with me as I say this out loud, because I think it might be like, what? Like a head turner? Maybe we shouldn't fight instant gratification. Maybe we shouldn't fight instant gratification because in some way, I think it brings us back to the present moment versus the long term sometimes, right, brings us all the way out into the future, which again, is great. But don't most of us want to practice presence? I know that was my word for this year is just be present where my feet are at. So the thing is, is what I want you to do is instead of expecting yourself to have that exact outcome that you were hoping for in the future, I want you to look for flipping the script by celebrating what you do have in this present moment, right? I want you to think about after every training, for example, instead of thinking about, oh gosh, all I really just want to get is to 200 pounds, like on my back squat, (laughs) whatever that looks like. Think about, whoa, 
I did an extra rep today. Or, whoa, hey, that didn't feel nearly as bad. Or, whoa, I had more range of motion. This is something that I'm celebrating. Because what that does is that allows for you to actually be proud of yourself, which how hard is that sometimes? It allows for you to build gratitude in that moment, which that feel-good energy radiates into so many other parts of your life. And it brings you exactly to the present moment of what's happening for you in this moment right here, right now. Now, how powerful is that? How easy is that to add that to your day, whether it's something that's work-related or socially related or, again, health and fitness related? Whoa. Today, I am celebrating this. This is one of the habits I have stayed consistent with. I've actually put it in my training log where I have its own little bubble in my phone that says, today I'm celebrating dot, dot, dot. And I feel that in after every training along with all my data and stats because I want to bring myself back to that place that my long-term goal is to one day maybe make it on the podium for DECA or one day be a part of the elite wave. But right now in this moment, I am celebrating the fact that I freaking showed up to a hard workout. I know I'm telling myself that right. Now I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, oh gosh, the hours are counting down until this gnarly workout happens. But I'm proud of myself that I'm showing up for it. I'm proud of myself that I'm building the mental discipline to do hard things, right? What is the one thing that you are proud of that'll bring you back to the present moment and actually allow for you to see just how freaking badass you are, okay? My second part to this question, I have kind of a two-part answer to this question, is how often are you actually reviewing your long-term goals? Do you know what they are, like, at a high level? And are they actually realistic? Honestly, I would start there. Do you know what they are, and are they actually realistic, especially for the season of life that you are currently in? Paint that picture out. Create that map right now from what it is at a high level that you would like to, to achieve, and what are the milestones, that you are going to embark on in this journey, that you are going to reach during this journey and realize in this season of life and where I am at, is this actually important? And is this actually realistic? If those things check out and you feel inspired, you feel excited, you feel really good about what those are, get good at reviewing those daily, right? Maybe that's a part of your training log before you go and work out, or maybe it's on the... um screensaver of your phone. Maybe it's it's an alarm that you set that reminds you at whatever hour of the day to put you in the right uh, headspace. Get really good at reviewing those long-term goals because what I've come to realize is when I do this and I think about the big picture, I actually start to see how the bits and pieces that are happening right now of that bigger goal how they're coming to life and realizing that there is already so much that is happening for me right in front of me. And it takes me out of that gap mindset of, whoa, I've got a really long way to go. And it puts me again back in this present moment of like, even though I might be a little bit further away from this, there is so much happening for me right now. And that makes me super proud and super grateful. And I I hate to say the word contentment because I think people see contentment negatively as far as like, oh, well, you're staying content. You're not doing and moving anything. Like, no, I mean contentment in the way of like, I am really good with where I'm at right now. And I'm not sitting here wishing or in the scarcity mindset that I need to have more. So hopefully that makes sense, right? You can have a little bit of both, but overall, I think that maybe instead of fighting this idea of instant gratification, maybe we lean into it and instead of like thinking, oh, I need to have this exact thing right now, 
look at instant gratification differently by flipping the script on it, by just really reviewing all the things that are happening for you right now and how that relates to the bigger picture and realizing that you have so much more than you could have thought of and you are exactly where it is that you were supposed to be. So I hope that that gives you a different sort of perspective that makes sense. And if it doesn't, take the bits and pieces that that did. And if not, then, well, there's, a, I'm sure, a bunch of other podcasts on this that that might fit your fancy. <laughs> okay. Um, the last thing that I actually will say in regards to this in times where maybe you are feeling to celebrate, because I know that I sometimes am like, I can't find anything right now to celebrate. Like, that was a terrible workout. I can't find anything that's good going for me in life. Like, we all get there. And even the best of us that are really good at doing this mindset shenanigans, we struggle with this. Go back and look at the proof that you've already built. And this is why I'm so big in actually writing things down or having something like whether it's pictures or videos, because that's all proof that you can go back in those moments when like you're doubting yourself, when you're in that terrible headspace, right? Where you could be like, look at how far I've come. In fact, it's one of the reasons why I have highlights on my Instagram and why I actually post to social media so much is because I can go back and be like, whoa, I remember that day. I remember that week. And I that girl right there is so freaking strong because I knew how heavy life was when she was going through that moment. Maybe nobody else did, but I knew that. And look at how she was able to persist. Look at how tough that used to feel. And look at how effortless it feels now, even though maybe I'm not at the long-term goal of where I hope to be, right? So just remember, if you're also struggling to celebrate, go back and, and review everything that you've already celebrated, the work that you've already put in. All right. So that ends the first question. Second question to highlight that, again, I feel maybe might have already been answered in the first one, but I'll give a separate answer to is how do you come back from an injury? This is such a cool question. And it's also kind of funny <laughs> because like, yes, I've been like m acutely injured. Like I had that lat Terry's minor rotator cuff, that general area of life in my back uh, that I struggled with the last three to four months to the point where I couldn't do a pull up. But like it wasn't debilitating to the point where like I literally could not do anything. <laughs> uh, I actually had the chance to watch a lot of my friends go through this as of recently, specifically my best friend, who last November, um, you probably all know her. Her name is Megan Rowe. I highlight her just about every other day on social media. She is a kick-ass American Ninja Warrior. She's been highlighted on television. Just go watch her. She's super bubbly, fun to watch. You will see why we're best friends. <laughs> okay. But you'll notice she wasn't on this last season because she tore on the uh, final season, I'm sorry, season 15? Yeah, season 15 during Vegas, uh, she tore her ACL on the very first obstacle. Um, and so she had to get ACL and meniscus surgery. And so that happened last November and she's been going through recovery from that ever since. And so it was really fun to celebrate her year anniversary of that because we were able to have some really good conversations, not just even, you know, the last month, but just in the last year about how far she's come and what she's going to do next. <laughs> because I think that's been a very daunting question for her is she's young, she's recovered, she's seeing all these other people that have gone through similar situations, already back at it and doing the thing. And she kind of came to this turmoil, interesting reflection moment where she was like, shit, I'm, I'm kind of in this like weird, depressive, I don't know, state of like, what do I do? I feel a lot of pressure and anxiety. And so... The first thing 
that I want to kind of rewind to. And if you feel like you, like, if you are going through an injury, no matter big or small, and you're trying to say, how in the hell am I going to come back from this, is ask yourself, how do you view what happened to you? Do you view it as it's unfair, as a major setback, or do you view it as a blessing and one of the best things that could have happened to you in a really ass-backwards way? Take a moment to make peace with what happened and seek out the lessons that were learned during that time period. That was one of the coolest things that I got to have conversations with um, Megan about was, you know, was it inconvenient? Did it set her back? Yes. But... Was it one of the biggest blessings where she got to do, because this wasn't her first time she's injured this and had to have this surgery and recovery journey. This is like the second or the third time. She got to go back and do it the right way. Do it in a way that wasn't negative and do it in a way that was very real and genuine and positive for her. And she got to learn so much more about what she liked, about what she didn't like, about what was important in life, what wasn't important in life, how to stay in your own lane and run your own race versus looking at all these other people that have had the same sort of injury and they've already gotten back to it and she felt that pressure, right, to get back to it too. She learned how to put blinders on and realize this is my experience, this is my life, and I'm going to do it in the way that I feel is best for me. So, but a lot of that wouldn't have happened if she wouldn't have made peace with the fact with what happened and came to realize like, okay, like this was actually a blessing. I'm making peace with this and realizing that life slowed me down at the best time because it needed for me to learn this lesson right? So if you can make peace with that, you're now in a better headspace to think about things differently. And so now that you are in a better headspace, let's talk about expectations because that was a lot of what we talked about next is the unnecessary pressure that you put on yourself or that maybe others are even putting on you or what you think others are putting on you, but maybe they're not, uh, to get back to things or to do something. You're all better now. Okay, ready, set, go. Time to go and live life as normal. Are there certain things, certain expectations, certain pressures that are completely unnecessary and unrealistic that you need to remove that you know that are not serving you? Like pick apart each one of those that you're feeling, brain dump them, journal them, write them down and think about, is that actually true? And if you could sit down and just be quiet with yourself for a second and go through the inventory of those things and have a conversation with yourself, realize what's true, what's not true, what's serving you, what's not serving you, that I think will give you a lot of opportunity to, again, sort of make peace and to realize, oh, I don't I don't need this. This isn't true. So therefore, I can let this go and I can let in and make space for what's supposed to be here. And now that you're in more of a grounded place, I want you to do something really think simple, Okay. I want you to think about just things that make you smile. It doesn't matter if it's active or not active, just things in life that make you smile. What actions, what contributions, what are the different things that you now get the opportunity to do that make you happy, okay? Let's get you back to doing those things that put you in a feel-good state that breeds continued action from an intentional place rather than the scarce place of I have to do something. And let's see what that inspires, right? So when you say, like, how do I get back to it? We're probably operating from the place of scarcity of, well, I feel like I should. But what if we go back to the place of I get to and start with just these small things, these little things that just make you feel freaking good and smile that will be like, whoa, I really like that. I'm going to follow that train and see where it takes me. Okay. Now, in regards to actually getting back to doing the physical things, 
please make sure that you know that the next chapter won't look the same, and that is totally okay. In fact, it's absolutely beautiful and can bring about the right outcomes. One thing that came up for Megan is that she felt like, oh, well, if Ninja Warrior comes back, do I apply for the next season? I don't really necessarily know. The next season of NSN, which is a big competition chain uh, for Ninja. When that comes back up, like now that I'm technically recovered and I can start doing Ninja stuff again, like, do I do it? Like, she started thinking about what was next for her and comparing herself to all the things that she was doing in a previous chapter of life. And I told her the same thing of just like, what just actually makes you happy right now in this moment? And a lot of that for her was rock climbing. A lot of that for her was doing these small itty bitty challenges that made her realize, oh, like I'm safe. I'm totally cool. That fear is irrelevant. And I was able to tackle it. And now as of like last week, she's back in Ninja and she's genuinely enjoying it. Like she's like, oh, like I actually like want to do this, but not in a way of like, I have to jump in and do all these competitions and take the podium. Like she's doing it in a very intentional way. And I'm so freaking proud of her. So all of that to say, start small. Do the things that genuinely bring you joy and make you smile and start to follow down those paths. After you've done that and you're starting to feel inspired, now I want you to ask yourself this question. Is think about, at a big picture, what is something that I would be really excited to do one day? Not like tomorrow, but just someday it'd be really cool for me to hike a 14er. I know Megan said that, right? I'd love to hike a 14er with you one day. I'd love to do DECA with you one day, right? Those are bigger long-term things that aren't going to happen today, but might happen in the future. What are those little things by doing the smaller things that you found bring you joy and excitement? What have those inspired big, like big picture? And now it's time to go and chase those things, right? By continuing to follow the path from the small things. And here's the beautiful thing, right? Is maybe you'll never get there, but because you're going towards things that excite you, I have no doubt in my mind that along the way you will find the right things. Finding your feet exactly where it is that you should be. Okay, finding something else incredible. And at the end of the day, this is what I want you to realize. You do so much more than you give yourself credit for. Okay, this is for kind of putting a big wrap on all of this. Realize that you really do more than you give yourself credit for. If you are listening to this, Please recognize that you've made it through 100% of your hardest days and that you are still standing and you're still throwing punches. There were moments where you doubted yourself and your ability to keep going. And I want you to look and realize that you're still here. You're still doing the thing. And I'm so proud of you. And if you haven't heard that yet today, I want you to really feel that. And better yet, I hope that this reminded you just how proud you should be of yourself too keep going. Thank you guys so much for showing up for you today. I really hope that this inspired and excited you for what's to come in 2024. And if you feel like this is a message that someone in your life needs to hear, please don't hesitate to share this episode with them, share it on social media, whatever it is that is on your heart today. Until next time, you guys continue to submit any questions that you might have to me either on social media, via email, whatever works for you. I'd love to be able to answer them. And I will see you guys next week for another episode of Taco About a Tuesday. See you then.